Welcome to Kick-Ass Boomers, giving you the motivation and inspiration you need to make the most of your later years. Whether you're still in the planning stages or you're several years in, we'll share stories from boomers who refuse to act their age and continue to live a life inspired. Let them show you how being old can be new if you know what to do with your host, Terry Lorbeer. Hello and welcome to Kick-Ass Boomers. My guest today is Gail Gensler. Gail is 61 years young and a pro-aging lifestyle model. She is changing the narrative around aging through fitness and embracing a healthy lifestyle from a real woman's perspective. Her philosophy of life is that age should never determine one's lifestyle, appearance, and most certainly what type of workouts we do. Fitness has nothing to do with age. Age is a mindset Old is an attitude. I love that. We'll talk more about that. I just love that. Welcome, Gail. How are you today? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for having me. It is an absolute pleasure to be here chatting and meeting your community, your audience. Yes, I think they're going to love you because your message is so, so important. So your mission in life is to break down barriers of institutional ageism, influencing all ages along the way. What steps are you taking to realize your mission? So my mission started, just so that you get an idea of a little bit of the backstory, when I was 58 and I became cognizant of the type of marketing I was seeing in commercials on TV. And I saw people my age depicted as either a need of medication because they were diseased or leading a very sedate lifestyle. And I didn't see myself represented. And I thought, hmm, I think I'm onto something because there, there has to be more people like me out there. And as I began to explore, I realized that indeed there's a whole community of mostly women. There's some men, but mostly women who are fully engaged in their midlife years, very vibrant, very active. And I began exploring the space, particularly in Instagram and found this wonderful, very welcoming community and started meeting people and engaging with them. And that is what started my journey. I also had an idea. I was a founding member of a particular boxing gym I went to at the time. And the demographic, of course, feel a little bit younger. And I said to the owner, I wonder what would happen if we did a video and show me in beast mode like I am and put that out on social media channel. What would happen? Wouldn't you, in fact, attract a a different demographic. So he happened to have had another member who was a professional videographer. We did this wonderful video and we tracked the metrics. And indeed, that's exactly what happened because the people in their 20s and 30s then showed it to their parents, my contemporary. And the response was, oh, wait, like I would be welcome in an environment like that? Right. So, right. And that's, that's part of the problem is the perception of people who are in midlife and older don't think that they would be welcome in that type of environment, which of course is hot wash, right? It's all how we're hearing it, the lens we're looking at it through. 
And so that was my first trial and error, if you will. And I started meeting some people who had women's magazines, platforms, and I began writing for them. I have subsequently been published globally. There's women's magazines in Australia and in the UK and here. I've been on two covers of women's platform magazines here, Ben's Holistic Life and Stolish Magazine. Um, I'm a regular contributor in Cool Life, which is a wonderful platform and some others. Wonderful communities of men and women, both. Um, and then, so, you know, I, I'm kind of going down this path and, and every time I would go to a pop-up fitness event here, there's lots of them in my attic because obviously the weather's quite conducive to it. I would have somebody much younger come up after the class and say, I don't know who you are, but I was watching you. I wasn't even watching the instructor. You are incredible. Who are you? And I thought, maybe I'm on to something else. And I realized, and, and he should rest the case, the owner of the company I worked for passed away a few years ago from criminal age to life three. He said, you never know what somebody's watching. And that's exactly what it was. People were watching me and I was, without even being cognizant of it, a roll-up. And so then I thought, hmm, I think I'm onto something else. And I realized <laughs> that I could not only inspire, hopefully, my peers to recognize that midlife is a time to bloom. And it's a whole new chapter. It's a very exciting time. It doesn't have to be a time to, quote, unquote, retire from life, which I'll get back to that one later. But it is a time to, for myself, I discovered new competencies I never knew I had. I'm just exploring and saying yes to everything. And then I had a company uh, in the martial arts area say, by the way, we're looking to rejuvenate our blog. Do you blog? And I said, more side blog. Okay, Terry, I've never read the <laughs> and so I started blogging and realized I loved it. And I had been searching for a social media agent for about two years and just didn't meet the right person until one day I went to a pop-up of the gym on now, remember, of tap-up fitness in Miami. And she was their agent at the time. And it was, that was it. You know, when you meet somebody and it was that connection. And she understood me and I loved her whole energy vibe and so we've been together since 2020. Wow. I intentionally started my journey right at the beginning of the pandemic. Oh, because, wow. But it was intentional. Because good. I thought well, good. all of these influencers, quote, unquote, <laughs> who are out there in this space no longer have a job. And they have nothing to write about. They have nothing to post about. Perfect time for Gail Gensler to make her entry. That's right. That's right. Took advantage of that because what I was doing, which is showing all generations what a vibrant, healthy, semi-active life could look like in midlife, really had nothing to do with things being open, not being open. I did workouts outside. I did workouts in the stairwell of like building. So the gyms were open. Of course, here in Florida, we opened. Thanks to our governor, we opened much earlier. Yes, it was good. Yeah, so, which, you know, it was a benefit for me because I was able to go back to the boxing gym quite rapidly. But what I showed was, and it's not about where you are, it's what you want to do and if you have the drive and motivation to do it. Right. And 
I really thought at the beginning I wanted to be an influencer until I started really doing a deep dive into what that was. And I realized that was disingenuous for me. Mm-hmm. And I realized that a brand ambassador resonated more with me. And in this time, I have aligned myself with a few brands very near and dear to my heart. A fitness apparel brand, a skincare and supplement brand, a restoring clothing brand, which I've now become a percentage partner in. So all these different brands, but a select few that I could speak authentically about. I use them, I wear them, I do them, I live them, and it felt much better about that. And I had, again, I'm very blessed to have had a lot of wonderful mentors in my life. And I came, I was on a podcast, and this woman said to me, you need to meet this other woman. Because you just need to meet her. You're going to love her. You're both ex-New Yorkers. You need to meet her. And she, and it, the intention of meeting her was really something else, but it turned into the fact that she's really a business coach. And she said, you know, Gail, you have two very mixed messages. You're very passionate about inspiring younger generations to not fear the years, to embrace aging, realizing it's something marvelous to look forward to. Which is, you know, very honorable and that's great. But you keep on telling me about your desire (laughs) to realize a lifelong dream of being a model. And right now, being a model in its apparel base. Because I realized as I dug deeper into the marketing that I received on Instagram, anywhere, Right. I, I, I wear gym clothes a lot and work out every day. And I love that they're fashion for me. Right. It's not just about wearing out of a pair of black leggings. It's the whole outfit. It's the matching boxy wraps and the gloves and it's and the sneakers. It's the whole thing. Right? Yeah, it's the whole thing. And I started looking at those ads. And again, I said, where am I? Why is there not a Gail Gensler there? There are 20 year old. I call them mutants. God bless them. They're born 10 feet tall. Their legs are longer than my whole body. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, you know, that's what society has deemed as what a quote-unquote model should look like. Right. Very skinny, very tall, pretty much no figure. And that's not me. And, and if that's your body type, that's wonderful. Embrace it. But when I looked at that, it did not engender a desire for me to purchase that outfit because I couldn't visualize myself in that. And I think and that, that's most women our ages. Like, we're different. We have full figures. We've had children. Our bodies have changed. We don't need to be that skinny mini. We want to be fit and in good shape, and we want to look good, but we can't wear that kind of stuff. You're right. Absolutely. We want to well, see real women. We actually can wear it. See, we actually can wear it. Oh, okay. We just have to modify it. And I'll, okay. I'll explain that in a little bit. But what, something interesting that I noticed through the pandemic, with different political situations or social situations that were happening, the models, would they would still be young, but the skin color or the ethnicity of the models would change depending on what was happening in the world. Yep. Now, the plus size industry had already broken loose, thanks to Ashley Graham, who was a very beautiful plus size model. And that, you know, they recognize that there's a huge uh, market there for plus size ladies. 
right. to purchase fitness clothing. And of course, in the pandemic, everyone was wearing fitness clothing because we all lived in leisure wear because many of us, I mean, I still went to work, but many of us were living in, in gym clothes, essentially, at leisure wear. So the market exploded, but I still didn't see myself. And I thought, aha, now it's crystallized for me. This is where I belong. This is my season of, of, of seeing a lifelong dream come to fruition. I wasn't that special when I was 20, right? Right. It just wasn't that special. Now I feel to myself, I am special. I'm very unique. Right. 61, still in beast mode, boxing and doing crazy hit classes, blogging, uh, you know, a uh, 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 likes to do a lot. I'm a brand ambassador. I produce fitness events. I'm doing a lot of great things. So I, I, I feel I am pretty special at this time and very different and unique. And that is what needs to be portrayed, but it's not. So, you know, listen, we've heard a lot, and thank goodness it's coming to the forefront of our consciousness. There's always been ageism in the workplace environment that, that is being addressed. Obviously, there's always been gender discrimination. That's always been addressed. Not that we don't have a lot of work to do in those areas, but I think one of the final frontiers has to do with Things like fitness apparel companies that it's gen has always been considered something somebody young would enjoy and pursue. But if I've been working my entire life and I've had a lull at a lustrous career in the automotive industry that I'm still working that I love, I'm very grateful for. If I still wanted to purchase a $200 pair of leggings, which I don't, I don't find the value with that. But if I did, mm-hmm. I could. I'm a homeowner. My daughter's grown and, and is you know, a woman all on her own, um, wonderful woman all on her own. It's just me now. And if I want to buy a $200 pair of leggings, I can. So why are you marketing to a 20-year-old who exactly is still giving her money? Right. I mean, it's you're in a different season of your life, a different time. And yet, you know, they're not grabbing onto the fact that midlife women control 64% of global spending. Right. They make 80% of the financial decisions in a household. So why are you ignoring my very powerful demographic? Yeah. I am so incredible. In joining this wonderful midlife community of midlife women and a few men who are all raising their voices together in unison to change the narrative about aging, right? Everybody in their unique way, whatever they're doing, whether it's fashion or whether it's nutrition or whether it is being a personal trainer or whatever it is, some of it full time, some of it. Second endeavors like mine, right? But everybody exploring all these inherent competencies that that waiting there to peel the way and, and grab and run with, and everybody doing it as Frank Sinatra said, their way, right? During my way, and everybody wanting to leave a legacy mm-hmm. so that future generations, because truly, Terry, I don't know that I'm going to live long enough to see my work come to fruition? I don't know. You might. I hope, but you don't know. Right. Right. If I do, I do. And if I don't, at least I could leave the planet knowing that I left a legacy for my daughter, who's 26, 
and all women to come, where it's an easier road for them. It's more inclusive for them. It's more powerful for them. Their self-confidence is greater. They realize they can do whatever they want to do. There is no glass ceiling anymore. No. And, you know, there was a very interesting video I watched many, many years ago about paradigm shifts by a man named Joel Barker, who was a futurist. And he said that paradigm shifts are always caused by people on the outer fringes. And it's all these people on the outer fringes that have an idea. And then it becomes, it comes to fruition and it culminates in this complete change in the way that we see things. And I really think that that's how this will happen. Again, maybe I'll see it, maybe I will, but I'm having a wonderful time doing what I'm doing. I'm doing photo shoots and I'm modeling fitness clothes and I'm modeling resort wear. Brands are reaching out to me and I'm very particular about who I align myself with. It has to really resonate with me, what my brand stands for, you know, whether it's the, the nutritional protocol I follow, which is keto and intermittent fasting or Obviously, a very active lifestyle, anything in the fitness space. I love fashion. So, you know, if it's a little bit, I'm not a, I'm not a, a huge, sophisticated, dairy fashionista like many of these wonderful women that I follow on Instagram. They're amazing. They're so bold. But, you know, I can show it through my fitness clothes. And, you know, I've done some, I've done some very adventurous things. They at least turned out great. But. I walked away and said, I learned something. I expanded myself and it helped my personal growth journey. Right. I think we have to be willing to try new things and they're not always going to work out, but it brings us a step closer to something that will work out and something that really resonates with us. Until you take those baby steps and try some things, you're not going to know what you're capable of. So, you know, I, I get asked all the time, you know, okay, so what do you recommend I do from a fitness perspective right. as, it, as it relates to baby steps? So, you know, just a, a putting this out there, I'm not a subject matter expert in anything other than my own mindset and knowing what works for me. So I, I hesitate to give advice, but I will give this advice, right? And try everything. Mm-hmm. So go back and think about in your reviews, were you athletic? You know, were there things in school, in the gym class that made you enjoy? So I had read an article a few years ago and they said, look back in your youth, what did you enjoy? And that was such an aha moment for me because I was on the tennis team. I was on the volleyball team. Mm. I was on the kicking team and I was a star tether role player. And they're all things that involve hitting something or kicking. Hello, <laughs> boxing and kickboxing, right? No right. surprise, right. but that's what I love. And so I always say to people, I go back, was there something you love that I actually have a friend, she's here in Boynton Beach. And she said, no, I hated everything. And I said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I said, you know, every gym in town, will offer you one complimentary class. Yeah. Every just. And I am very active on an app called Eventbrite. Eventbrite 
will go on there and they put their events that they're throwing in whatever space it is. So, of course, that will be at fitness events. Mm -hmm. There are ones that are $10, $12. There are ones that are free. And sign up for them and go. And I say, you know, with all of these experiences, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? If you don't like it, guess what? You never have to do it again. No. You can say thank you for the experience and leave. And that's it. Right. Sorry. Just say, as Mr. Esserin would say, say yes to everything. It's always about a yes attitude. Just try it. Because if you don't like it, okay. You don't like it, so. So what? Absolutely. Now, see, growing up, I never did any sports. I didn't come from a sports family, so I wasn't involved in anything. And then I was one of the older of 11 children. So I really needed to get home after school and take care of the kids, the younger ones, or babysit for neighbors or whatever so I could earn some extra money. So I really didn't get involved in any sports, and I really would have loved to. I just couldn't at the time. So now I am experimenting with a lot of things because I want to learn what I do a lot of walking because I do enjoy being outside in nature. So I do a lot of walking. But once I move to Florida, which will be early next year, I'm going to be trying a lot of new things. I can't wait because I tried rock climbing once. I was not good at that. I was up on the wall and they had to bring me back down. <laughs> I love it either. If it makes you feel any better, I, I was not the hugest fan of that either. It was just right. okay for me. I, I, I wouldn't do it again. How about that? Right, right. I did jump off a building in Las Vegas at 66. They and um, the, um, what's it called? They started with an S, Stratosphere Hotel. It was kind of like something you sign up for, you have to pay for, but they hook you in so that you're completely safe. But when you jump, you're standing out on this mesh thing and you see the whole Vegas skyline and then you have to jump. That was really scary. Once I did it, it was fine. Once you jump, you're okay. But you're standing there going, oh my gosh, what am I doing here? And then I also did some zip lining when I was out there. So you're a brave woman. Yeah. I I like to try new things. I do. And that's the attitude, right? It's an attitude of trying and just moving and yes, having new adventures, experiencing different things, but most important, moving your body and doing something so that can live a disease free, vibrant life. You know, I, we talk a lot about what you want, right? And my compelling why I come from a very small lived family. My grandparents, they should rest in peace, were 97 and 94. Oh, and my parents were 92 and 90. So I said, oh, that's great. I said, Lauren, I'm going to be around a long time. Uh I don't ever want to be a burden to my daughter. No. Um, and I want to keep being in beast mode as long well as I possibly can. And yes, there are people who just watched a video of a man at 100 still running marathons. Yeah, some do. There was a woman in her 90s doing gymnastics. I mean, if you keep doing it, you'll be able to. The secret is never stop. 
Correct. Once you stop to restart is very difficult. Dick Van Dyke is still jumping around and doing stuff and he's in his nineties. So the key is to keep moving. Like you said, keep doing what you love. And then you'll always, Oh, I just interviewed a woman who does tandem surfing, which means her partner throws her up over his shoulders on a surfboard and she does ballet moves and she's in her early sixties and he's around 65. So as long as you keep doing it, the minute she doesn't do it for six months or so, she might not be able to get back. But if you keep doing it, you'll be able to. Like with anything in life, in order to be successful, consistency is key. Discipline is very important. You know, they they always say you're not always going to be motivated. That's why discipline kicks in. Like right now, I made a goal for myself last month, this month to focus a little bit more on weightlifting because it is important. And I wanted, I wanted to like change my body up a little bit just to trick it a little bit because you do anything all the time. Right. Body with some accustomed to it. And I thought, all right, I'm going to take these two months. There's a lot of pop-ups that are going on. And the other time I'm going to stay, I have a beautiful gym where I live in the Icon Bridal. And I'm just going to be in the gym. Am I excited about it? Is it fun? Not particularly. But I made a promise to myself. I made a goal. And I'm going to see that goal through because it's a promise I made to myself. And it's about keeping my bones strong. I mean, we know that weight-bearing exercise and go through the aging process is critical. I mean, I'm not lifting super heavy weights. It's not necessary. Or reps, 10, 12 pound weights. That's enough. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. But as long as you're doing something, whatever that might be, whatever it looks like from your lens, that's great. But just find something that you can at least tolerate. You don't have to love it like I do. You know, I love boxing. I love kickboxing. I love big classes. Uh, I don't love running anymore. You know, I don't love certain things, but okay. I mean, that might be your jam. It's not mine, but whatever it is, right. just do something because nobody wants to be bedridden. Nobody wants to be medicated all the time. No, it's not a, it's not a, a great way to end the journey. I'm sure you and your audience would agree, right? Yep. We, we want to go out with a sense of having done it all and a sense of, I mean, I do, a sense of self-respect yeah, and feeling fantastic as long as I possibly can. So the controllables, the supplements I take, the type of nutritional protocol I follow, the kind of sleep that I get, you'll laugh at me. I'm sure I go to bed at toddler time. <laughs> I like 8, 8.30 during the week because I'm up at 4.30. I'm in the gym at 6, 7, work at 8. Right. I'm doing, I'm doing fun things like this after work. Yeah. So, right. But, you know, those are my controllables. I can't mm-hmm. control anything else, but those are the things I can. So I'm going to yeah. grab onto that and control those things. Yes. Well, that's wonderful. You have been so inspiring. Thank you so much for being on the show. Before we go, let my audience know where they can find you. Like, what's your social media? Do you have a website? Like, tell us where they can find you, because I know they're going to want to look you up and see what you're up to. Hey, so my, my favorite is Instagram, and I am Gail Gensler Official. I got hacked at the end of last year. 
Sadly, yes, that was not a fun experience. And I started all over again the end of January. So it is a, you know, it's a new account, if you will. So it's Gail Gensler Official. I am on LinkedIn, Gail Gensler. Facebook is Gail Gensler. I uh, was pulled into TikTok unwillingly because it's not right. I don't enjoy it, but I'm on there. <laughs> and uh, I have a lovely website that my agent built for me, uh, Stellar Media Agency. It's my agent. And it's gailgensler.com. You can find all the articles that I've written. You can find some videos on there, places that I've been published. So I did talk about you and I spoke right before this about the word senior, and I did say something about the word retired. So if that, piques your, if that piques your interest at all, look at the very last blog post that's on there, which is called It's Time to Retire the Word Senior. Yeah. So I'm on that soapbox right now due to something, I, a project I, I got pulled into that did not have great ending, but it did engender a deep dive into what the word senior means. And I loathe the word see. If you follow me on Gail Gensler official, I will follow you back. I am a huge proponent of, of engaging. So if you talk to me on there, make comments, I'll make comments right back at you and cheer you on and support you too. Oh, that's great. That's great. I know they're going to love that. So, and I'll be sure to be following you right away. So definitely here for me. (laughs) Love it. Yep. Yep. So thank you, Gail, for joining us today. It's been loads of fun. I think my audience is going to have a great time listening to. So thank you so much. And thank you for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. You're welcome, Gail. It's been great. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of Kick-Ass Boomers. For more information on today's guest, along with the show notes and other inspiring resources, buzz on over to kickassboomers.com. And don't forget to join our Kick-Ass community on Facebook or LinkedIn to continue the conversation. Be bold, not old.